Jackson! Hey, Zach. I, uh, I forgot how to do this podcasting thing. It's been so long. Yeah. Uh, real uh, inconsistent schedule on your part. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. you got to be honest with me. It's true. <laughs> I've just been busy. Life's been happening. I was on a bachelor party trip last weekend. Nice. Yeah. I went to Tahoe. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy up there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, California side, all the same mask policies, but you hop over that border, like a state border, into Nevada, yeah. not a mask in sight. Yeah. Not a single one. That's pretty wild. And I was just, I walked in, and I'm like, oh, this is just back. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely getting COVID. <laughs> I'm like, we're just back. Oh, no, I'm double vaxxed up. <laughs> like, I'm getting COVID and HPV this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> It's still super pretty up there, though. Yeah. I love Tahoe. Um, My yeah. brother's bachelor party was in uh, Tahoe. It's a fun place, and it's, like, close enough to drive, and, like... I never think about it as, like, a summer destination, but... It's actually really pretty in the summer. Yeah. Uh, it's all... It's not hot. Yeah. But they have a nice, like, you know, the lake's a cool beach spot, so... And the water was, like, perfect. Like, the sand was, like, hot enough to burn your feet, and then you just go stand in the water, like, oh, this is this is the ideal temperature. <laughs> Had a great time. Had a good time. Good. But now I'm back. Yeah, back I'm to back. this. Back to this. Back to this. How have you been? Uh, I've been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing exciting. Not really. Been a few movies coming out and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah. Things are starting to slowly creep out. I went and saw that fucking uh, saw. Oh, sweet baby Jesus! With you did? Chris Rock. You did? Yeah. Oh, I want the dirty deeds. Give me the dirty deeds on this. It was really, it was really bad. It was <laughs> uh, Chris Rock is making this face the whole time, like a serious face, but it looks like he just smelled a fart. <laughs> it was probably just the set. It's <laughs> just the whole thing smelled like shit. It just, like, it was fucking, it was really fucking stupid. <sighs> the saw the movies just need to stop. Well, they did stop for a really long time. They just stay stopped. <laughs> And it was so it was so bizarre because when they were selling this movie, there was like the whole thing was pitched by Chris Rock. Chris Rock was like, "I have an idea for a Saw movie." Yeah, for like a Saw spinoff. Wow. It was wild. That's what COVID did to us. Uh, they ran out of movie ideas so much. They're like, "Here, we'll take Chris Rock's Saw idea." They shot this before COVID. <gasps> it's been. It was supposed to come oh, out like last no. year. It was one of the movies that got pushed back. Oh no! Should just got pushed back forever. <laughs> Uh, Sam Jackson was in it. Sam Jackson's in it? Yeah. Uh, is he the Saw guy? No. Oh. But is there is a part where, right before he gets abducted by the Saw guy. Oh, no. Because he sees, like, I want to play a game written on the wall. And he goes, oh, you want to play games, motherfucker? <laughs> and I was like, Sam Jackson! He did it! <laughs> <laughs> That's all he does now. <laughs> oh, god damn it. And that was the highlight of the movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know, me too. <laughs> It was fine. I saw the new Conjuring movie that was on HBO Max. I also heard that was terrible. Not good. Yeah, There's man. never been a good Conjuring movie. Since, like, the first one. No. You first like the first one's one? not good. You don't like the first one? No. I liked it. That was fun. I was very excited to see that movie. I thought it looked awesome, and then it was real bad. The only thing that confuses <laughs> me is, uh, shit, what's his name? It's Patrick. Patrick Wilson. Yeah, Patrick Wilson. He's in The Conjuring, and then he's also he's in... He's also in Insidious. Insidious. And that, yeah. To me, it's just like they blur together in my head. Yeah. The problem, I think, with The Conjuring movies is Ed and Lorraine Warren are real-life people who are scam artists and scumbags. <laughs> and they, this movie, this series of movies is like, oh, these heroes. Yep, these, like, <laughs> these giant Fuck heroes. you. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like taking their, like, their story, and it's like, what if it was real? What yeah, it actually happened. Well, and then part of the but problem was the like names. they try so hard, or they advertise it so hard, and like this is a real thing that happened, and it's a not. Yeah. But b it also like limits you on like what you can do. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, like, nothing cool ever really happens. <laughs> no, it's what you do based on. So, like, I think if you're going to do that, you should do, like, a poltergeist. Yeah. Where Steven Spielberg and those writers kind of interviewed a lot of people that mm-hmm. had real-life experiences, but then they crafted mm-hmm. just a fictional narrative around it and allowed them to do whatever cool things yeah. as opposed to just like, oh, I saw something move once one time. Uh, so... <laughs> Could have been the wind. Ghosts. I went into my basement and it felt real cold and scary. Ghosts. And then I found out that a witch was hung on the property 200 years ago. So, you know, ghost. Well, I guess. Well, well apparently my dogs also were scared of a witch that was hung 200 years ago. Scared of ghosts. <laughs> they, they also were screaming ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Spooky construction work next door. Also ghosts. Spooky mummies. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Quiet Place 2. I haven't seen that yet. I heard it's really good. Yeah. I, I like the first one quite a bit. Me too. There's a lot of fun details in that movie that like I just missed. Yeah. Like when they're in the store, all the chips are still in the aisle. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, well, no shit. Nobody, nobody eats chips. loud food. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love that idea where it's just like you're you're starving. You're in a starving situation, but fuck chips. Yeah. They'll get you killed. Oh, man. So I'm really excited to see what they do with the second one. Um, I think he even said he has an idea for a third one, too. Oh, that's interesting. I do want him to do just, like, something else. Because I of think course. he's an interesting filmmaker, and I'd like to see what else he... Mm-hmm. I want to see him on, like, a Jordan Peele path. Yeah. yeah. I, I do, too. I, like, unless he truly has, like, a good idea. Like, he wants to... I guess, yeah. Like, have, like, he has a three-movie plan, and, like, mm. more power to you. I just want to make sure he's not being forced by the studio, because that's where it gets ugly. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so, it's kind of interesting. I didn't, I didn't expect uh, John... Krasinski? Krasinski. I didn't expect him to go, like, behind the camera and, like, take off career-wise. Yeah, because he had made, like, one or two movies before um, Quiet Place. Mm -hmm. But they were just, like, kind of dramedies, I guess. Yeah. Um, He's got, like, an M. Night Shyamalan career. M. M Night Shyamalan made two movies nobody gave a fuck about, and then he made Sixth Sense, and everybody was like, your first movie, The Sixth Sense. You did it. And they still... (laughs) It's almost even Ben Affleck, too. It's just, like, look at his good movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did make a great movie right out the mm-hmm. gate like he did his first direct did movie was gone baby gun which might be his best movie period well i wonder if he's gonna go back behind the camera i mean i i would if i was him yeah you might as well that's where all this like real success is it's true like yeah. he has all the superhero stuff not great um and then other than that he was just known for like rom-coms armageddon <laughs> of course armageddon he's fucking wasted <laughs> i love that director's like or not director's uh the cast interview during the movie commentary yeah He's just like, this is stupid. <laughs> he is, yeah, he really rips the fuck into that movie and that commentary. It is great. Um, but he was, like, in Kevin Smith movies, too, at the beginning of his career. Yeah. He's in, like, Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got a fun career, but I definitely want to see him, like, direct again, right? Yeah. That's, like, yeah, like you said, it's where he truly can actually shine creatively. Yeah. Um, I always, I will always wonder to, like, probably my dying day what his Batman movie would be. No Zack Snyder. No studio. Just what would Ben Affleck's Batman movie be? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious because I, I think it's a shit show. But it's I over. think that Batman is unsalvageable. You're actually probably correct, unless he did like the full explanation that needed to happen. And yeah, but then it just would have felt like it was trying so hard to make things make sense, and it would have been distracting to me. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. I can't conceive of a world where he made a Batman movie after everything. Like, and that it, like a prequel, and that it was good. Yeah, it has to be a prequel. No, I mean, if he made a Batman movie for me to 
oh. think it had any chance of being good, there ha- would have had to be no Batman v Superman and no Justice. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So just the whole character itself is just fucked. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I'll be excited. Um, speaking of Batman, uh, the Batman has like just released a whole bunch of shit slowly well, but surely. There have been a bunch of fake leaks, possibly fake leaks, or possible like of just like plot shit. Oh on, no, I just meant like, for, like the, stuff. the Lego, not the Legos, the uh, all like the action figure stuff kind of coming out. Oh yeah, like, so Hot Wheels released basically its little one mm-hmm. fiftieth scale of the uh, Batmobile, mm-hmm. um, probably because the movie was supposed to be out this month yeah. originally. RP. And it was just one of those licensing things that they couldn't push back. Yeah, exactly. It was already made. You know, you push on to the next. Yeah. So. Um, and then there was that whole leak where there was like a calendar and a bunch of like images mm-hmm. yep. came out that looked really fucking cool. They do. Yeah. And they finally released like just full on Catwoman. Like, because we've seen her in her costume, but this was like good lighting and like you could just see every detail, like mm-hmm. kind of picture. Yeah, really good. Um, a close up of the Riddler in his like cold weather. Mm hmm crazy zodiac mask yeah i'm really excited that they're just gonna make him like the zodiac killer essentially but mm-hmm. riddlers i'm like that's perfect man somebody released a uh you know in the trailer you see that halloween kind of greeting card that mm-hmm. he left at the crime scene that gordon is reading like um from your secret friend mm-hmm. it's somebody put out a picture of the card that the zodiac sent to like one of the investigators at the time and it's like almost exactly the th- yeah. same thing i was like oh man that's wild yeah it's fun it's a smart one to do it after, too. So I'm yeah. super, super excited to see that. I think um, that movie is going to be great. It is, but... Capital G, great. This might be capital all letters. Yeah. Um, the big <laughs> thing going right now is uh, people arguing it, that it's going to be rated R. Why they, for or against? They just both? Just like it's going to be R-rated. Like, cool if it is. I don't think it is. It might not be. I, I would bet anything. Any movie that they're, like... I know... I. Everybody's argument is they released Joker. Joker is rated R. Joker oh. made a billion dollars. Any movie where they're selling like Hot Wheels and Legos, yeah. and like act like things like that, it's going to be PG thirteen. Yeah, they're not going to release an R rated gamble. Yeah. on the name Batman alone, yeah. which I don't think they would right now. Yeah. Plus, I don't like. I don't care to see an R rated Batman movie. Yeah. I for me, it's with the rating system. I I just it's what to me it's whatever the director wants. Like yeah. if, the, if the director's vision goes, this is the movie I want to make. Here it is, and they go, it's an R-rated movie. Cool, it's R-rated. Yeah, there you go. Because I think that's just you're gonna get the best movie. Yeah, I just don't care about like trying to be edgy. No, yeah. R for R is like ridiculous. But yeah. if it's just like this is this is the idea I have. Yeah. And if I, I cut anything, it's gonna like kind of take away from here and here. And yeah, I don't need to see Batman telling the Joker he's gonna fucking kill him. No. I'm good off that. <laughs> God damn it. I'm very good off that. Uh, yeah. So, and then, uh, like you said, you were saying, um, a whole bunch of, like, plot, quote-unquote, leaks yeah. have come out. Um, and again, Some like, this, this stuff is all, like, you have to assume it's bullshit until it's proven not. But just, like, a bunch of stuff about how everything fits together, that, like secret that the Riddler is trying to expose. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to spoil for any anything for anybody in case it's that right. doesn't want to be spoiled in case it's right, but it's, it is out there to be found. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just some ideas and like, what's going around. And I actually, I personally didn't read into them, because yeah. kind of the same thing. I was like, well, if it is right, I'd hate to like, read this, go down to watch the movie, and be like, oh shit, okay, that's happening exactly as. Yeah. And I read it because I've always felt like knowing what's going to happen doesn't spoil a movie for me yeah. the explore the experience of a movie like the plot is like the bottom of the list yeah. as far as like 
great things about movies and experiencing movies. Yeah, of course. Like, there's always the performances and the editing yeah, and the and just camera like work. The vibe and, like, and yeah, the rhythm. The tone and yeah. There's so many fun things. Like, I mean, that's why you can watch a movie like The Dark Knight over and over again because it's like, I know it's going to happen. They can yeah. recite the lines, but it's still fun. The one thing, the one this guy does mention that I will talk about specifically is that Bruce Wayne, this version of Bruce Wayne, has a lot of like eccentricities. Mm. where he'll, like, mumble to himself and oh. uh, stuff like that. But then they say he also has a line of dialogue where he's talking to Alfred where he says the only time he feels comfortable being himself is when he's wearing his mask. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah. They're doing, they're, they've got a little bit of Michael Keaton characterization going on in this, um, well, that's a which good I would appreciate very much. Oh, yeah. No, me too. I, I always love when Batman is, that's his real self, and then Bruce Wayne's the mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially with everything Matt Reeves has talked about with Ego being mm-hmm. a big influence. Have you ever read that story? The No, I haven't, actually. The Darwin Cook story, Ego. Mm-mm. So it's a, it's a pretty short read, but it's excellent. But basically it starts with um, Batman going after this guy who like, probably works for the Joker or something like that. Oh, okay. And he like pursues him to the Gotham Bridge, and the guy actually kills himself rather than like having to deal with Batman. And then the rest of the story is Batman in the Batcave, Bruce having, like, a conversation with this, like, monster version of Batman that's in his head. Oh, wow. And it's him reckoning with, like, the violence of what he's doing and what is he trying to do. Mm -hmm. Like, Batman is supposed to exist to scare criminals, but to what degree? Where's the line? Where's the line? All this stuff. And then it ends with him and, like, this, like, monster that is Batman having, like, an agreement and coming together and being one compound identity. I could definitely so see that. that. Yeah. For a long time, I was like, the arc of this movie is going to be him as Batman struggling with his own darkness and his anger. Mm-hmm. That, like, beatdown we see in the trailer. I think that comes, like, the beginning of the movie. And mm-hmm. at the end, Batman is, like, a much more heroic kind of figure. Like, he integrates both all the things of himself together. As opposed to this, like, to. Yeah, yeah, schism. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a lot of fun. And I love... I love following that journey too because it's interesting to see how each of them take it. Yeah, so, and absolutely. I think this one's going to be good. The tone's just perfect. It's, it's going to be the I've best. Wanted. And then speaking of Michael Keaton too, Flash stuff is happening hard. Yeah, they released a picture of the mm-hmm. suit. Uh, looks like it's got some influence for the Returns suit. It's got that sort of like yep um, more stylized musculature sculpted into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks pretty cool, and it looks like he's eating a jelly donut or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's real messy. There's some, uh, <laughs> some preserves on yeah, his... Uh, strawberry jam. Yeah. He's eating a P- the guy taking the picture is eating a PB&J. He's like, fuck. Yeah. I'm like bread that was fresh baked by Alfred that morning. Yeah, of course. Oh, that's right. No, the, Michael Keaton's Alfred is probably dead. He's probably dead. Point. Yeah. Because he was dying of McGregor syndrome in 1997. That's right. And that was a serious thing. <laughs> yeah. And I know that they cured him of that, but... Uh, he didn't have much longer. He was like, wow, Thanks how old to the, was he in that movie? the medication of Victor Freeze. He was in his 80s, for sure. Maybe yeah. 90s. It was, he was older. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and that makes sense, too, if they're going to truly, if Warner Brothers is going to be ballsy with this and they want to try to maybe push a beyond storyline, then Alfred has to be dead. Yeah. Because then you have to have Bruce alone. Yeah. No Alfred. I'm just really excited to see Michael Keaton be Batman again. Me, too. I'm really excited. So it, much what, fun. It kind of makes all the bullshit we wait, waited through... Pretty worth it to be like we get to see Michael Keaton come back and like play an older Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. And then we get a whole new take on Batman. Yeah, you always have to go through. 
like a dark period with Batman <laughs> before you get to your good stuff. Oh yeah. Like, we went th- through Batman and Robin, and then we went through uh, Snyder Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're back. And now we're back. Hopefully, this isn't our next Christian Bale Batman that kind of does really find yeah. a character again. That'd be lovely. I think it will be. It'll be different. Uh, yeah. Other than that, there's like nothing really. We're just kind of play the waiting game. Yeah, there's been nothing, like, official released Mm -mm. this whole time. Um, Which is actually shocking, like, how long this movie's been, like, kind of hidden. I think, well, because it's, like, all their stuff is fucked. Because, like I said, it was supposed to be out this month. Mm -hmm. And then it got pushed back to October, and now it's next year. That's when I I feel like that's when, like, leaks happen, because it's, like, you're transferring all this shit over. I feel like that's just where things fall through the cracks, and, like... But But I think we're going to start to see... I think we'll get that, that... another trailer at the next DC fandom mm-hmm, in October. Um, and then we'll probably see something before then, like posters or whatever. Has to be. Matt Reeves hasn't, like, he for a long time he was, like, tweeting out stuff, like w- the casting announcements mm-hmm. and, you know, the Batsuit test footage and all that stuff, but he hasn't done anything. He's been quiet. For, like, a really long time. Like, he t- put out a tweet uh, when they wrapped principal photography, mm-hmm. and that was, like, the last time he said anything about the movie on Twitter. Yeah. I'm really hoping it's not just because Snyder people are fucking with him. Nah, I'm pretty sure he's probably busy. On the, the sewer that is Twitter. <laughs> can be really much so. It's so ridiculous. Just stop the fighting. <laughs> it's over. Fuck off. Leave him alone. <laughs> it's Let him make a over. good Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, we need it. We need we need a good Batman, and then we need somebody to come and fix Superman. I'm excited for this new Superman movie. I think it'll be cool. A lot of, uh, a lot of rumors floating around it still. So. Yeah, doesn't sound doesn't look like Henry Cavill's coming in though. No, it certainly doesn't. No, um, I'm <laughs> very curious about Henry Cavill and the future of his career because they made that announcement that he's going to be the new in the new Highlander. Yeah, they're remaking Highlander. Did we talk about this before? We've not. We've has been a podcast in like a yeah. long time. So one of the John Wick guys is remaking Highlander. I saw that. So like the action will probably be cool. Yeah. But I think this is a trap. Oh, no. I think this is one of those... So they like they pick these movies to remake, and they're like, oh, people know this name. It's got name recognition. Mm-hmm. It'll be a big hit. But, like, Highlander... People like the original Highlander, mm-hmm. but I think it's like a camp kitsch yeah. thing. Like, Highlander is fun because it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I... I think that movie is gonna fail <laughs> and i, I think it might it. be the kind of failure that like really drags henry cavill down with it <laughs> it might uh and if the next season of the witcher isn't good then that's gonna be another like kind of nail in that coffin because yeah. he's very invested in the witcher yeah well the thing about like netflix shows is they make a billion of them mm-hmm. and like they're kind of disposable mm-hmm. well, they, they come and go and you kind of forget i'm always like when's the next season of glow and it's like oh they canceled glow two years ago that I'm was like oh okay <laughs> they've canceled a lot of like actually really good shows and it just yeah. makes no sense to me like, glow gets canceled um oh there's another one too i don't forget the name but I'm still not over them canceling daredevil but that too well i think that's for other reasons still <laughs> i'm pretty sure disney was like hey yeah hey. I, I actually don't know i kind of think that when Disney Plus was announced, Netflix was like, well, we're not going to advertise your product, like our competition for you. So. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Now, I think, because now they don't, Netflix doesn't even own the rights to them anymore, right? No, it's over. So now Marvel, the, like, they had a two-year 
like non-competition mm-hmm. thing, but now I think it's up for grabs. And that, interesting. There's a lot of smoke around John Bernthal showing up as the Punisher again in the Moon Knight series that they're doing. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be cool. And a lot of, obviously, rumors about Matt Murdock showing up in either Spider-Man, No Way Home, or the She-Hulk series. Really wants or Spider-Man. both. Or both. Screw it. Throw him everywhere. He deserves to be everywhere. Yeah. He's a fun character. And he does Daredevil so well. I want Charlie Cox. Yeah. I want... I, I want Cox, Zach. <laughs> You're not alone in wanting Cox, Jackson. <laughs> There's a lot of people on the internet that want some Cox. Yeah. Give uh, me all the Cox. <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't see them, like, recasting. It makes no sense. No, if he, if he wants to do it, fucking get him back. Mm-hmm. He I, is perfection. That entire cast is perfection. And the Marvel Universe doesn't have a kingpin, right? No. Oh, you need to get, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, he'd be you, so good. You need to keep them... I would just keep um, Karen and Foggy as well, because why not? Keep them all. Um, Port them over. The only like uh, Netflix casting that they, I think they can just completely ignore and redo is uh, Iron Fist. Yeah. Ignore everything about that Iron Fist series. They probably will. They'll probably recast Luke Cage as well, I would imagine. But maybe. I like Mike Coulter in that part. I do too. I like uh, I like I like that one, and then uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. They need to. I. If I were them, I would put her in that She-Hulk series. That'd be a good one. Like, have her show up there. Mm-hmm. That'd be a really fun one. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna see. Uh, there's a lot of, like, pressure on Spider-Man 3 all of a sudden. Like, yeah. a lot of, like, these people are like, what are they gonna do with this and this and this and, like... Yeah. Just make it good. Yeah. Just make it good. It's really weird Spider-Man how much pressure movie. got thrown on it randomly. Yeah. It's gonna be such a weird... There's four Marvel movies this year. Yeah. It's a lot. There's Black Widow next month. That's right. There's Shang-Chi in September, That's there's right. Eternals in November, and Spider-Man in December. That's going to be nuts. Yeah. Stage, what is it, Stage 4 now? They're calling it Phase 4? Phase 4, yeah. Phase 4. That's cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for Shang-Chi and for Eternals. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super interesting to see them. Yeah. Uh, Eternals has a really fun cast. Yeah, and a fucking Oscar-winning director. Yeah. <laughs> so, and they're like, yeah, they're not messing around. Yeah. Um, we'll see if Spider-Man 3 has all the three Spider-Men. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. I don't know either. Um, I could go either way on it. I, well, at this point, like, bringing in the other uh, villains from everybody's movie, it's like... Yeah. It's kind of weird. Are you just going to have, like, this... Are you going to have this Peter Parker be like, I am obviously the best Spider-Man because I'm going to defeat everybody? Like, do that? Or, like, he what is. are we doing? He is really... He is the best Spider-Man. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, I hope he likes being Spider-Man, because he's kind of locked in, I think. Yeah. Even if he doesn't do it with Marvel after this, he's going to be Sony's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Is that confirmed? Because I thought there was a whole thing where, like... Well, the contract could... is up after this, but they could just extend it. Yeah. Maybe they already have. Maybe. And they just haven't announced it. But this would be his last solo Spider-Man movie, and then he would have one more, like, Marvel group... I don't understand. If I'm Sony, I'm just literally grabbing onto the rocket that is Marvel and just like, carry me with you. Yeah, but every time they have a little success, they're like, okay, that's it. We don't need Marvel anymore. It's so dumb. They're just like, hold on. Venom was the best movie ever made. <laughs> so it. it, it, yeah, it just makes zero sense to me. Why would you not just, as a company, be like, oh, we can just attach ourselves yeah. to like that rocket ship over there? Let's yeah. just do that. Well, their decision making, I will never understand. I don't understand a Craven the Hunter movie. Me neither. Why? Like, uh, I don't know. I they're, they're doing all these like, and then uh, we still have a um, Morbius movie. Morbius coming. 
God, what if Punisher shows up in Morbius? No, he couldn't, huh? No, they don't have the rights to anything. Which but is Spider-Man kind of a bummer characters. on that one too. Yeah. Because like, uh, why would the Punisher show up in Morbius? They did you like mean the Blade? animated series. <laughs> like the animated series, he came in like and tried to hunt him. That's true. And that was kind of fun. Well, he popped up all the time. And so yeah. yeah. It was kind of a fun character who would pop up and, like, randomly hunt these people down yeah. and, like... I liked that version of the Punisher where he uh, had a bunch of, like, nets. <laughs> 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 Their Punisher didn't kill anybody. No, well, uh, you know, gotta get that cartoon money. <laughs> and, uh... No, the, the more disappointing thing was you couldn't cross over Blade with more Yeah, that, that would, would be, be fucking fun. Because cool. then you have a vampire who maybe tries to change his mind on what vampires can be, and yeah. that'd be cool. Blade is... That's coming, too. Yeah, I, I would love to hear some... Something. news about Blade because I think the last they announced that it was being written so I think yeah they see. hired writers for it I'm gonna look it up because now I am actually very curious yeah um because they have the perfect casting for it so I'm yeah and they need to hurry up and get it done because Mahershal Ali is not a super young dude no no he's not um yeah it's pushed back to filming too they push it back to 2022 that makes sense yeah yeah, take your time. Don't rush it. Yeah, well, unless, you know, unless he becomes, like, 60. They're like, this is obviously older Blade. I mean, he's in his, what, late 40s? That's a good question. Let me look him up. Let me just go on the internet machine. But I will remind everybody that Sam Jackson wasn't even famous till he was in his 40s. So A lot of people aren't. He went over there and did Pulp Fiction. I don't want to say something crass, like, black don't crack, but... Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not alone on that one. Uh, he's 47. 47. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he still looks super like young and stuff. So, I think he's from Oakland too. That's cool. Yeah, he went to St. Mary's. Oh yeah, I knew that. I listened to him speak. You've yeah, yep. you've told me about this. That's cool. It was raining so hard. It was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it because I care about it. What he had to say. Yeah. No, it's not at all, Jamie. Yeah. No, he's aw- he's awesome. He's an awesome actor. I'm really excited to see him do it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, so in the meantime, all this blank space that we have between these fun movies coming out, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to do a fun experiment. Um, I'm tired of Jamie getting all your fun movie recommendations. <laughs> and since we're in summer, I figured why not try to find like five summer movies from Jackson. Okay. To watch. And, or it could have been five movies in general, but I said the summer would be the extra, like, challenging aspect to it. Let me find... I sent you a list, but this was, like, a month ago. <laughs> See? <laughs> you did. It was a long time ago. <laughs> my phone's over here. Um, and it's funny, because I started thinking of my, like, five summer movies, and then uh-huh. it brought me back to the you saying that I have the movie taste of, like, your parents. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, like vacation. You're like, oh, the big chill. <laughs> <laughs> the Great Outdoors. I love The Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's so, like, just perfect. It has summer romance in it. It has a giant steak being eaten. It has a man who's struck by lightning. Nothing left on that plate but fat and gristle. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. <laughs> has a bear get shot in the ass. Yeah. Bear ass bear. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, so, all right. Let me uh, bring your list in. You can start however you want. Okay. I tried to go, like, non-traditional, at least to a certain degree. I like that. But, um, and then I tried to, like, hit a few different genres. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, first thing on my list, do the right thing. Spike Lee. Oh, perfect. Set during a, a heat wave in the summer in New York City. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It is. I forgot about that. Uh, second on my list, The Howling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get a little... Uh, a little horror in there, but also, you know, set during the summertime, mostly at like a uh, a woodsy retreat. Man, I, the fact they haven't uh, like remade this too, because it's the '81 version, I'm assuming. Yeah, there's only one version. <laughs> hey, man, it's, everybody's <laughs> remaking everything, all right? Um, but yeah, The Howling from 1981, Joe Dante, uh, one of the best werewolf movies ever made. Set in the summertime? Yeah. That's cool. I like I like that idea, too, because it's like, you think werewolves, it's usually, like, cold and foggy and meh. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But yeah. Or um, he's playing basketball. I fucking love the howling. <laughs> playing basketball. <laughs> uh, number three, Before Sunrise. Oh, okay. I'm going to look this one up, because I actually haven't heard of this one. Richard Lankletter, um, the first of, like, a trilogy. Oh, a romance film. Yes. Uh, to an American who's traveling and a French girl meet on a train and uh, spend a night together hmm. in Ethan Paris. Hawk. Yeah. Good for Ethan Hawke. I always enjoy seeing Ethan Hawke in movies. This was like super young Ethan Hawke at like the, uh, the beginning of his career. Him and uh, Julie Delpy. It's an excellent movie. What was that one wild movie he did? Um, was it him that was in was Broken Arrow? No, that is Christian Slater. That is Christian Slater. <laughs> but that is a wild movie. That's a wild movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's nuts. Even fucking John Travolta. Yep. Um, yeah, Before Sunrise is an excellent movie. Okay. Uh, number four, Dazed and Confused. Oh, that's a classic. Last day of high school before summer vacation, 1976. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, Young McConaughey. Yep. Ben Affleck. Yeah. That's going to be fun. I actually don't know if I've seen this one. Oh, you'd love it. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Cause I, and it's on, uh, it's on Peacock for mm-hmm. free. Peacock. Hey. <laughs> I got it. And then the last one on the list, uh, Gross Point Blake. John Cusack. Uh, about a hitman that goes to his 10-year high school reunion. Oh, shit. Okay, I have seen this floating around, and believe it or not, I never actually, like, sat down to watch it. One of my favorite movies. Great soundtrack as well. Uh, the soundtrack was assembled by Joe Strummer, the lead singer from The Clash. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that idea, too. Man, movies need to take fun ideas like that. High School Reunion, but he's a hitman. What does that look like? I was a huge fucking, especially, like, when I was in high school, I fucking loved John Cusack. Yeah. He was, like, one of my dudes just one of your guys and uh, like that movie his version of High Fidelity his like appearance in Con Air oh god <laughs> <laughs> he's just yelling all the time in Con Air I fucking love Con Air Con Air is a great I movie. love it too it's great I just watched uh, not watched I listened to a podcast that talked about The Rock not the Dwayne The Rock Johnson but The Rock movie yeah um and then that led to them talking about Con Air. And I was yeah. like, fuck, dude, Con Air is so much fun. It's such a weird period in American film history where, like, Nick Cage was, like, the action guy. Which is super funny. <laughs> really? Did you know in uh, the scene where he's playing the guitar naked in The in the Rock? Yeah. He wanted to, like, show off his body. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, let's go. And they also wanted to show how comfortable he is in his own home. Uh-huh. And they're like, there's so many other ways you could have done that. He's such a fucking maniac. 
Oh, God, yeah. Nick Cage is a crazy career to just, like, follow. Yeah. I understand the point he was trying to make. Nobody thinks of Nick Cage as being, like, ripped. But he was. Yeah. No, I got it. He was like, oh, I'm going to kick some ass. And we have to see, like, I'm kind of good shape. He was going to be Superman. Oh, man. What a world. <laughs> what a world we could have been in. I still want him to make a cameo as Superman in The Flash when they go to the Tim Burton universe. That would be wild. I would dig that, too. be the greatest... Greatest decision ever, but anybody has ever made. <laughs> You're not wrong. I could just see him, swoop, yeah, swooping in with like the mullet still. Yeah. <sighs> you gotta keep that like mullet hair thing that they're going for, and like the low cut. Yeah, more like Earth's protector. <laughs> I don't know, man. People might start laughing and they're like just busting up. People are gonna lose their goddamn mind, especially people with like zero concept of the history of that movie. Yeah, they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's just here? Nick Cage? <laughs> oh my god. Fucking do it, you cowards. <laughs> I'd be here for it. Fuck yes. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I that's like my, it. That's my summer list. I like it. It kind of like, it's all different like, takes and... Yeah. Gives you different aspects of summer. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that Midsummer Is that it? Is that that movie? I have to watch that movie. Midsummer? Oh. That's it, not on my list. Well... What is it? Are you saying you wish I'm it surprised. was on the list? No, or? no, I'm just surprised. And also a little happy, because I feel like that's a, kind of like a new trend. That movie uh, is very good, but it was a hard watch for me. Really? <laughs> I saw it in the theater, and I was going through some stuff, uh, and the way that movie starts oh, was fair. like, I was like, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> and I'm in a theater. <laughs> I saw it, yeah, with my buddy, because we were both excited to see it, um, but then I had, you know, some family uh-huh. things happening at that time. And that movie starts with, like, the main character's sister, like, suffering through violent depression and then killing herself and their parents. Oh, God. And that's the beginning of the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it, so that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I just heard it's actually, like, pretty well done, like, horror Oh, it's excellent. It's yeah. an excellent movie, yeah. So you were, were you happy that you watched it in the end? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just absolutely. had to fight through that. Yeah, just that moment. like that opening scene. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> I'm in the theater. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the movies, take my mind off stuff." <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> well, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> That's when the world was just like laughing at you right there in that moment. I guess like yeah. here, I you thought pretty good. Well, I'm happy you got through it. I'll have to check it out. It's really good. I would recommend it strongly. Our, uh, I appreciate our summer movie list is completely different, and I now realize that I truly have... My movie taste is so innocent. <laughs> it's a bunch of comedies. I think I have American... Well, I have American Pie 2 in there, but now you watch American Pie 2, and you're like, American Man. Pie 2? Yeah. That's, like, that's the epitome of like summer vacation. They have jobs, and like it just feels like uh. summer. But again, that was, you know, then you watch it now, and you're like, wow. They got away with a lot. <laughs> yeah, read me your, your list. We'll exchange... Oh my god, I don't even have a list. Oh, I thought you just you just told me, like, my list. This is, like, top of my head. Oh, okay. Top of my head, like, vacation. Yeah. Classic, like, summer family comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculousness. Uh, the Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. I, I think I bought it digitally, because I was yeah. like, I just want to watch it. The only reason Jaws isn't on my list is we've talked Jaws to death, I think. And that's fair. And that's actually another... Yeah. Um, but Jaws is not only my favorite movie, but pro- but my favorite summer movie. Yeah. And that's another like fun summer movie that you don't really think of. Yeah. So, Jaws would probably be on there. I subbed Jaws for the Howling. 
I'm excited to watch that. I'm excited to watch all these movies. I think actually. you're gonna love the Howling. That I one's haven't awesome. Uh, I haven't seen like any of them, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Probably watch one today, actually. You should watch the Howling. The Howling. Yeah. You can watch the Howling, and we'll talk about it next weekend. Yeah. All right. All right. Everybody listen to this podcast. Watch The Howling. We're going to watch The Howling. The Howling. Joe Dante, 1981. Yep. It's going to be fun. Watch it, and then you can listen along as Jackson nerds out on it and mm-hmm. gives me all the fun facts. Yeah. And I just talk about how fun it was. Rob Bottin, special effects. Oh, and this is like, there's no CGI either. Yeah. That's going to be fun. This is the peak, the peak of like practical makeup effects. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who did the effects for The Thing. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Man, I want practical effects to start making a comeback. You know when they did that thing prequel slash remake in like 2011 with uh, yes with Mary Elizabeth Winstead? I think so. So they made that movie and they made that movie with all practical effects. Really? And then the studio was like, no, uh, we don't think it looks cool. We're doing CGI. And they CG'd over <gasps> All the practical effects in that movie. That's fucking insulting. And the CG effects look like fucking ass. They all do. Like, they fucking ruined the movie. <laughs> they ruined their own movie. It, it'll, it sounds... And they, they spent an extra, like, $50 million to ruin their movie. It's wild. I don't understand people. <laughs> Why do you get in the way of, like, art? They're like, oh, people... I mean, you're doing a remake yeah. of a remake. Truth. But still. Like, it's already, like, the height of... You know, just commercial yeah. filmmaking. But if you have a chance to like make something cool, and you have something, and you're like, "Oh wow, look at this!" and it's like interesting and it's different, and they're like, "Oh, cartoon over it." Well, like the guy who worked on all that makeup and like, yeah, he was hundreds like, of hours, so like a, te- a team of fucking people. Yeah, yeah he's like, that that team's just like, look at what we did. How cool is this? Look how cool this looks. Yeah, we worked so hard on this. Like, this is gonna get our name out, and they're like, yeah. nah, nope, paint over it. Yeah, we're going to CG over it. We don't have enough time to do good CG, so it's just going to look terrible. <laughs> nothing's worse than, like, in a scary movie and then the person's getting chased by, like, a computer rendering. There's nothing scary about CG. CG no. doesn't belong in... Unless you're doing, like, small things, like, small, minute things. So things you don't even notice. There's yeah. a lot of that. Where, like They'll be like, oh, we added, like, six cups in the background and you didn't notice, did you? And I'm like, you're right. You yeah. didn't. <laughs> I don't care about that shit. No. Yeah, when like, you have, like, a full CG monster or a CG ghost, like, it's just not scary. No, especially monsters and ghosts, because if... Man, if that monster has to load first, I'm immediately <laughs> scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's a loading bar first, and then the monster appears, yeah. I'm out. Or if it's the, uh, uh, the... What was it, the second mummy with the Scorpion King? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that PlayStation 2 graphics came chasing after them. And the mummy, if the mummy was trying to be all horror, that CG mummy would take you out of it. But the fact that it's like an adventure movie kind of helps. Helps. Yeah, mummy's a fun one. Yeah. They, they didn't go. They that didn't first, go scary. that first Brendan Fraser mummy is a fucking treat. Yes, it's a classic. Yeah. And like, like you even said, they didn't. Try, they, it's intense. He's kind of scary as it, an actor. Yeah, it has horror elements. But it's but it's adventure. It's an adventure movie. And like the actor's good. He's he's plays like a very good like. Oh, Arnold Boslu? Honored, yeah. Boslu? <laughs> yeah. That's the last name. Yeah, he never did anything after The Mummy either. Uh, he's in Mummy Returns. Well, okay. <laughs> he is uh, in the directed video Darkman sequels. Oh, like it's no. Instead of Liam Neeson, it's Arnold Boslu. Oh. He plays Zartan in the first Stephen Summers G.I. Joe movie. Good God. <laughs> wow. I just took a turn. Mm-hmm. I almost want to watch The Mummy now. Mummy almost could be a summer movie. Yeah. Yeah, why not? 
I think. I mean, it's all in the desert, so you don't really... It's definitely like a summer blockbuster. Yeah. It evokes the summer. <laughs> even if it, the movie itself is not summer-themed. I mean, we have some wild-ass moments, too. <laughs> also, the chemistry between Brendan Fraser and... Uh, Rachel oh, Weiss. Yes. Holy shit. She's great. She is great. I'm really looking forward to seeing her in Black Widow. I think she's going to be awesome. She's in Black Widow? Yeah. What is, what is she's she? like the matriarch <gasps> That'll be cool. of the Black Widow program. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. No, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think that movie's going to be really fun. I think so, too. I'm really excited for that movie. It's a little interesting um, that how they're going to handle it, because it's obvious. Spoiler alert. She's currently face down on some planet on the ground. Yeah. So, it's a prequel. So, like, it's interesting that they have, like, Scarlett Johansson coming in to, like, do a prequel. Although, yeah. she never ages. Yeah. She's up well, aging, like, 30. And it's not, like, that much of a prequel, because it's set between um, Civil War and Infinity War. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of these Marvel movies I've been kind of just staying away from, because I, like, want to be surprised by them again. Oh, okay. And so, I don't really like going into, like, a lot of these and, like, having all this, like, research done I want to be like surprised by the story and like what they tell me and who shows up and yeah. um, I'm going hands off on them I feel like you can get lost in the news that is Marvel at this point I think it's going to be really good mm-hmm. like it, all the ones that are coming out this year I'm excited for oh yeah, yeah. they haven't I mean okay I can't say they haven't missed because you just go watch the Thors and those are all misses but except for Ragnarok except for Ragnarok <laughs> which that next one's going to be why? That's gonna be great. Oh, they're just leaning into Ragnarok. Capital perfectly. G, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Finally, we're getting all the movies again. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what they do with Captain America Four with a uh, Sam. Oh, that's right. Cap. Yeah. That's super far away though, isn't it? I don't know. Because he found out like, like he found out Captain America Four was happening when like the news dropped. Yeah. So he's not even confirmed. He's not even confirmed to be signed on technically. Well, I think his. I I don't know how what his contract looks like but it just I, says I, we own you. I would say there's zero chance that he's not doing it i'm pretty so. sure uh all marvel contracts just say you do what we say and here's a large amount of money and yeah. a steady job for the rest of your life for real okay oh great yeah i uh, love it are you gonna go check out uh the marvel land in disneyland sometime eventually <laughs> i heard it looks cool i'm i'm really curious to see they have this like animatronic spider-man that's like swinging yeah above. yeah and i just really want to go look at that thing <laughs> yeah no, it looks like super well done yeah obviously it's disney but disney's like starting to turn into like just where you go to be like a nerd because i can hop over to star wars land and i can hop over to marvel land and like what the yeah. fuck yeah. I can go get drunk in Star Wars Land and then stumble my way into Marvel Land. They don't serve alcohol at Disneyland, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, nowhere to look. I thought it was California Adventure, but not Disneyland. I think in these parks they do. Okay. Like in the lands. Oh, okay. in the Star Wars? Well, I they've think. got, like, blue milk. they got blue milk, but there's, like, the full cantina from what I've heard. Oh, Google it. You know, look it up. Right if not, I'm going to be a little upset. I want to go have, like, a drink in the cantina. Do they have alcohol in the Star Wars universe? I assume. <laughs> They've never addressed it, I assume. <laughs> uh, always had alcohol. Do this. They can just make some, like, dope space moonshine. <laughs> space moonshine. Well, actually, yeah, because um, in episode two, uh, Obi-Wan and can go to that bar, like, in the city. And you can just assume people are drinking there. They never address it, but you episode can just... There's, uh, there's the, the drug dealer selling death sticks. Obi Wan tells him to go home. You don't and want rethink. to serve me. <laughs> go home and rethink your life. Go home and rethink your life. <laughs> so there's drugs. Let's see. For the fully grown Jedi and bounty hunters out there, the specialty beverages with alcohol are served throughout the day. 
There's even a few morning specialties like the Bloody Raincore made with <laughs> vodka, chili liqueur, spicy Bloody Mary mix, and a Raincore bone cookie. Beautiful. Perfect. Sign me up. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so for a long time, um, you can only get alcoholic beverages at California Adventure. You couldn't get them at Disneyland. Yeah. Now it's all out the window because they realize yeah. their audience for the shit's It's us. gay men. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Adult gay men are Disney's primary audience, and they finally realize that. Finally, after all this year. <laughs> well, it's just like this weird line where like all the kids like us are now grown up, So yeah. and we have money. Yeah. How do you appease us now? Yeah. So. Yeah, I have not, I've not been to the Star Wars land. Yeah. I haven't been to Disneyland in like... 10 years good god or something like that i went i went a few years ago uh, i went down like south five. a few weeks ago but i went to six flags oh magic mountain yeah oh magic mountain's the best it was awesome they have a batman roller coaster yeah they do they have they had a riddler roller coaster they did yeah i know they have that one over there um they have like the most fun roller coaster the superman ride is it's short but it yes. fucking rocks yes it does <laughs> It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Man, I want to go to Magic Mountain again. Yeah. It was a great time. What was it? Did they sell it? Was it X2? Yeah. That was fucking lit. Yeah. The one that like, rotates you? Yeah. That's cool. I was not expecting that. Really? And we oh. got there uh, the Sunday we went. We went. We get, got there right when it opened. Mm-hmm. And there was no line. We walked onto everything. Oh, For like beautiful. the first six hours we were there. Oh, we didn't beautiful. wait in line. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, X2 is a fucking no pun intended it's one of the ride. best roller coasters I've ever been on oh yeah because they do it well like it's not enough to like alright now I'm just getting sick this is yeah. stupid like it, they strategically spin you yeah for like where the drops are and yeah, stuff yeah really fucking and they, have, they sell nuts. the pyro and stuff yeah oh uh, fuck I'm gonna go back now <laughs> I remember going on that for the very first time and like literally the same thing just yeah. like mind blown all over the place yeah I love a good roller coaster me too the Six Flags up here isn't too bad um I've been Fairly recently, I'm more of a Great America guy. Oh, okay. Of like theme parks around here. I do they lose Top Gun or do they gain Top Gun? So they, they have the ro- the roller coaster that was Top Gun, but it's called Flight Deck. Yeah. Because Paramount no longer owns them, so they That's don't have right. that like tie-in anymore. Which is a little bit of a bummer. But I will still always call it Top Gun. <laughs> everybody does. You're not alone. <laughs> I think everybody calls it Top Gun. For a, a few years, and we'll have to do it again since, like, everything is coming back, um, my buddy Chase and his wife Belinda and I would go to uh, six or go to Great America, and we would always go on Top Gun, and he and I would always do the Top Gun high five. <laughs> you got to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first uh, ever roller coaster. Really? Mm-hmm. Eighth grade trip. Uh, when you live in the boonies, roller coasters are yeah. a weird concept. Anyways. I think my first ever roller coaster technically is Space Mountain. Oh, that's a fun one. It's mm-hmm. a nice one to ease you into because it's like yeah. you don't know where you're going. Um, yeah, no, uh, I went down. I was going down there, school field trip. Uh, my buddy was just like, "Have you been on a roller coaster?" I'm like, "Nah, they kind of freaked me out." Yeah. I'm a nervous about him. He goes, "All right, follow me. Trust me. We're gonna just go to Top Gun and get it out of your system and show you how cool they are." Yeah. And so I did. I was like, "All right, let's do it." I fucking love Top Gun. Yeah. So he took me on that, and I was my first one. I was hooked ever since because it's like, once you go on the big one, yeah, what else can they throw at you? They have some good ones there. They had a new wooden coaster the last time I was there that was actually really good. Wooden coasters can be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big fan of the drop ones. I like... I, I pretty much like anything ride-wise. 
Yeah, drop ones are. There's a lot of time for me to be like, what can go wrong? <laughs> like, as I'm looking. I mean, once you're up there. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what could possibly. There's a lot of things. My bigger break. fear is, like, getting stuck. Yeah. I'm not really afraid. I have zero fear of, like, dying on rides, which, like, maybe I should, but who cares? Yeah. What a cool way to go. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I know, getting stuck, I've seen people, like, stuck, like, in real person, like, life, and it's just yeah. like, that looks like a fucking, like... Yeah, you're just, like, up there, like, well, fuck. This is my day now. Yeah. I wonder what they get. Do you think they get anything for being stuck? Probably, like, like, you can skip back. the line next time or something. <laughs> 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 Cotton candy. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Here's a small dip in dots. There you go. For your trouble. Suck it up. <laughs> I've always wondered, I need to look into that. Like, what do you get if you get stuck on a roller coaster? Imagine, like, at least give, like, those 16 people their money back. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the day. Like, you were stuck there for an hour and a half. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your day on us. I somehow doubt that. Me too. Because they probably signed, like, on the ticket. Give you, like, a fast pass or something. Something. <laughs> something. When I was a kid, we got stuck on Pirates of the Caribbean for, like, 45 minutes. That's not... That's not too bad. You're just kind of floating. Yeah, at least you're not in the sun. No, yeah, you're, it's nice and cool. But it was cool because they got us off the boats and we got, like, off on the ride part of the ride. Oh, that is through, cool. through, like, a hidden exit and stuff. That was cool. That is cool. And it's, I feel like that's easy to get you off. Yeah. It's just like, all right, pull the boat over. I guess you're on tracks. You're on a track. Yeah. But whatever. Eh, it's the water. Yeah. Like I said, we're not, you're not upside down, like, baking in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a peaceful place, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> at least it wasn't a small world. I love Pirate. Oh. <laughs> I love Pirates of the Caribbean. It's my favorite Disneyland ride. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember my senior night, high school. You know they all do. Every like seniors just rent out the park or whatever. It's all yeah. the kids. So that I was... wish we did something like that. You didn't do that? No, our senior night was like on campus. Oh. It was like a half-ass carnival thing. Well, that's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, ours. My Hicktown school even went to. Disneyland. Well, that sucks. Long bus ride. Let me tell ya. Oh. Where'd you guys stay? We didn't. It was a one trip down, one trip back. It was a day trip to yep. Disneyland? From Copperopolis. How late well, did you stay there? All day. We, we literally met at, the you... sc- we met at the school at like 4 in the morning. Okay. And then you, you got just... there at like 9 yeah, or you, 10? As soon as like basically when the park's opening, we got there, spent all day at the park, and then everybody got back on the bus and went home. So you got home at, like, 4 a.m.? It's like, a 24-hour day? Basically. Well, we got home at, like... <laughs> yeah, like, midnight or one. We got home super late. Oh. I was going to say, the park during the summer is open until midnight. I know. I think because we had, like... Because we had a long drive, I think we left at, like... Yeah. Shit, we might have stayed the whole time. Was a long time ago. <laughs> and I was... A lot happened. <laughs> like, usually with all your friends. It was all blur. Fuck yeah. Oh, good times. Theme parks are fun. Yeah. I'm excited to go back to them. Yeah. That's a good word, no mask. Yeah, do it. It's and just going to be weird leaving the house. And not having it. And being like, oh. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Been living my last year like Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I forgot my mask. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of your car at like, your destination and be like, oh, that's right, I don't, uh, I don't need it. That was the weird thing about Nevada, was going back to like that because I'm like well it was what California opens in like 10 days anyways maybe we'll see what happens see what happens but although I'm double vaxxed up I'm good yeah I guess that's what they say yeah I'm surprised I didn't get sick I'm honestly surprised I didn't get sick just from a cold 
because like you've been having a mask and like everything was so sterile. Well, I was gonna say what um, was really interesting was everybody was so obsessed with sanit, like being sanitary and washing their hands mm-hmm. and using disinfectant and stuff that like no, I didn't even get a cold all year. No, I don't. <laughs> you have a mask on everywhere you go. Like, yeah. uh, so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like the moment that I'm introduced to germs again, like my body's like, what the fuck is this? And then it's gonna <laughs> shut down, like. And it's just to be a cold that kicks my ass for like three days or something weird. Yeah. We'll see. Yep. Well, this is fun. This is a super random ass podcast. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah. All right. The list of movies is up there. I'll put it in the uh, post as well. Mm-hmm. That way people can follow along. Yeah. I'm actually going to promote this one because I think it'd be fun. Nice. And then you can have Zach's, uh, not as in, like, what the. I feel like mine's just like the popcorn summer movie list. It's all comedies. Yeah. Maybe The Last Action Hero. That's kind of a summer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a summer movie based on summer blockbusters. I love Last Action Hero. I want to watch it again. We talked about it like so many times on this podcast. I know. They should do it again and then just make fun of like the Fast and the Furious movies. Who would they get? The Rock? It'd have to be. It's so boring though. I know. Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Henry Cavill be a villain again. You have to have made fun movies to be... Uh, <laughs> I want to see him be a villain again. It really bummed me out that they killed him off me at too. the end of uh, the last Mission Impossible. He should have been a recurring villain. Yeah, he was really good as a bad guy in that yeah. one. Like I actually hated him. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "You're doing a good job." And he was good. He was like an anti-Ethan Hawke. Uh huh. It Ethan was perfect. H- Ethan Hunt, not Ethan Hawke. <laughs> an anti-Ethan Hawke. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, yeah. He was basically the that the next uh, Mission Impossible got. Shut it. down due to COVID. He's yeah. going to have to yell at some more people. Which is the worst <laughs> movie to get shut down because of COVID. I don't want to fucking see it. Because <laughs> he's like producing those now. The huh? future of this goddamn industry. He's been producing them since the first one. Really? Yeah. The first one's so wild and how different it is. I love that first Mission The Impossible. opening is very cool. Yeah. Where he's just getting like taken out. The only bad Mission Impossible is the second one. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, even that has its moments. Yeah. You're like, well, this is wild. He has, like, super long hair in that one, too. There's another movie I wanted to watch with him, um, because I showed Jamie Goodfellas. She's never seen Goodfellas, and so I'm uh-huh. like, let's watch it. Okay. I feel like everybody should watch Goodfellas. What does Tom Cruise have to do with Goodfellas? So, the, mo- <laughs> the movie before Goodfellas um, that Martin Scorsese did was the, I think it was The Color of Money. Look. That has Tom Cruise in it. Was that right it. before Goodfellas? Yeah. Like that, he did the color money, and then I think he did basically did Goodfellas right after that. We're gonna look. Color of Money is a crazy movie. I I don't I haven't seen it, and like I was reading about it, and I'm like that sounds like actually really cool, and the fact that I haven't seen it kind of like melts my brain a little bit. Because yeah, the Color of Money came out in 1986. Mm-hmm. Goodfellas came out in '90. Yeah, 1990. Did he make? Did he not make anything between? Let's look up. Let's look up. Yeah. Old Martin Scorsese. He made um, Last Temptation of Christ and oh, New wow. Stories. Okay. In between. I guess maybe his last, like, quote unquote, like, bigger movie then? Because I feel like. Last Temptation of Christ is an excellent fucking movie. Is it? Yeah. It's great. It's the only good Jesus movie anybody's ever made. He also, uh, he directed the 18-minute short of Bad. So, you know, can't, can't ignore that either. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, see, Goodfellas and then Cape Fear, which I love. 
Cape Fear? Yeah. I need to watch that again. I haven't seen it in so long. Mostly Agent I've forgotten it. Martin Scorsese is a fun director. And I feel like he didn't... I feel like that's an huh? interesting understatement. Well, his, his movies are just like You know so... who's fun? Martin Scorsese. It, they're just One of the greatest different. directors of all time. Yeah, but they're... Exactly. But whatever. <laughs> I just mean, like, he doesn't, like, stick to, like, one, like, kind of category of movie. That's true. Like, yeah. he's very, like, all over the place in, like, a good way. Have you ever seen After Hours, the movie he made before Color of Money? Mm-mm. It's, like, kind of a comedy. Mm. But it's uh, Griffin Dunn, who's one of the guys from American Werewolf in London. Okay. And he uh, goes out on just, like, a Friday. It's not even a Friday night because he goes to work the next day. Um, but he, like, goes out uh, late at night to hook up with this girl he meets in a bar. And she's just, like, this maniac artist that who lives, cool. like, down, t- lives uptown. And uh, it's just about the crazy fucking night he has <laughs> going out there and then trying to get home. I love that. It's a great movie. I love movies that take place in, like, one day or one night. Yeah. Like, uh... Yeah. I highly recommend After Hours. I have to look into that. Yeah, because it was... I listened to I listened to another podcast talk about Goodfellas, and they talked about how, like, the editing changes after they, they start doing coke. Yep. And I was like, fuck, I didn't even recognize that. And so this time I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, like, the movie feels like immediately you're just stressed. Yeah. And, like, that whole at That whole final act of Goodfellas is so anxiety inducing yeah <laughs> where he's driving around he's like looking at that helicopter yep <laughs> he's talking about like all the things he has to do and he's doing them in this like crazy order uh-huh. where he's like then i got to do this and then i had to do this and you're like i don't think you had to do any of that <laughs> <laughs> nope you had to no it, it's it's like it's true and then when he finally like and then the karen movie... <laughs> still gonna go out karen god that movie's nuts but when he finally like goes back to the um when he finally gets busted for coke uh-huh. and he's like down to nothing like the movie then just kind of stops slows yeah it slows hard like hits the brakes and you're like oh fuck i almost feel relieved <laughs> which is i guess what he was supposed to be feeling so yeah goodfellas is really fun yeah and i kind of feel like i don't want to say like goodfellas is underrated but i feel like people no it is you can't say that i think people talk about it enough <laughs> because like I'm not. I'm gonna sound like an old man. Sound like an old man. <laughs> like nobody has any Have you heard of movie recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like people our age, and you're younger than I am. Mm. But even people my age, I feel like don't go back and watch movies that they think of as old. Yeah. So like, there's zero appreciation for things that are classics or. Like, the movie came out in 1990. It's not that long. Well, I guess it is that long now. It's you a 30 year old movie. Yeah. Um. But it's one of the best movies ever made. And if you, mm-hmm. like, are in circles that are, like, about film appreciation or film scholarship or anything, it's not an underappreciated movie. Like, it's a classic movie. And yeah. Everybody knows it's a fucking classic movie. Yeah. Well, I just feel like there's some classic movies that, like, you know, like Scarface, where they kind of become, like, pop culture almost. Yeah. And, like, I'm just... And then people are like, oh, yeah, Scarface, Scarface, Scarface. But it's just, like, Scarface is fun. It's fine. Yeah. It's, um, it's it's a crazy time, and yeah. like it tells a good, it tells a really nice arc of yeah. what can happen. But. but I feel like like a lot of people I know, like their favorite. If you ask them what their favorite movie was, they'll tell you a movie that's been made in the last five years, and I can just never. Yeah. If somebody gives me that answer, I'm like, oh, I can't take you seriously. See, <laughs> I'm tough because if somebody asks me what my favorite movie is, I do say The Dark Knight, and I know it's recent, but I'm just like, it's Batman. I love Batman. Yeah. It's Joker. I love Joker, and it was an amazing performance and an amazing story I just I can't help but say it's my favorite yeah. but I will have conversations about other movies that I do really love yeah. that are older yeah 
you know. Also, The Dark Knight is uh, like 12 years old. I know. <laughs> 2008, whatever. Yeah. It's still like, you know, in the 2000s. Yeah. So, but I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm kind of in that boat, but it's a recent film. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. And then Goodfellas, I mean, it spawned like one of the best like TV shows ever made too. Kicked in The Sopranos. Sopranos was like, let's just keep following. I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's an like, interesting you, way of looking at it. Yeah, it's like, well, if you look at Goodfellas, it's like, yeah. it's a mob movie that just follows their life. Yeah. And then The Sopranos is even more that. And then he made Casino, which is like a worse remake of Yeah. Casino's... I don't like Casino. Yeah. has that weird scene where Joe Pesci's like, robot body gets thrown in the dirt. <laughs> like, I watched it recently, and I'm like, they're just burying this, like, animatronic thing just flopping around in the dirt. Yeah. Would you say that's your favorite uh, Scorsese movie? Goodfellas? Yeah. I would say so. Um, I really dug The Departed, mm-hmm. um, which was funny that he won like his his Oscar for The, the Departed. I that think was, was one of those, like, we deserve. apologize Oscars. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because, like, The Departed's good, but, like... Yeah, because he lost the Oscar when um, Goodfellas came out to fucking Dances with Wolves. Yep. Which somebody flat out was just like, if you ask somebody, what do they remember more, Goodfellas or Dances with Wolves? Cultural <laughs> appropriation, the movie. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I listened to one theory, which was interesting, was that um, the Oscars, when you do the Oscars, it shouldn't be for the movies that just came out. Mm-hmm. It should be movies that came out like a year ago. And so that way people can all watch them, discuss them, talk about them, and see which ones actually resonate the longest. Because uh-huh. like, if you look at like a lot of best pictures that won oscars it's like it's a problem yeah um yeah i think the oscars are just kind of a joke to begin with so it's, that's fair too it's like whatever it's also fair <laughs> yeah they make or break someone's career off of like one award night that a group of people decide on like but it doesn't even because like if you look at the like most successful filmmakers of all time like michael bay's never won an oscar he's never, <laughs> going, to, never going to win an oscar oh, fuck no. hasn't made or break broken his career no he's he's literally uh thank you know God what for I mean? action movies yeah that's michael bay's like i could just put over the top cheesy action movies out and you all are gonna go watch them aren't yeah. you james cameron won his oscar for titanic and i think that movie is bad do you really yeah hmm. <laughs> i've never heard somebody call titanic bad i think it's so cheesy God, I have not sat down to watch Titanic either. Oh, it's just one of those things where somebody goes, you want to watch Titanic? And I'm like, not really. Yeah. I feel like, do you... Who, there's only one person I know that loves Titanic. Who? Mark Medina. Oh. This is one of the favorite movies. That's fine. <laughs> like, if I'm going to... Like, if I think of James Cameron, I want to like watch a James Cameron movie. I'm going to watch Terminator 2. Or yeah. I'm watch Aliens. Yeah, Terminator 2. Yeah. The sequel that just came out. True Lies. True Lies is so much fun. Yeah. I also want to watch Terminator 2 now, too. It's a perfect movie. It is. So it's like the perfect action movie. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. But we're not going to. We're going to watch The Howling. Yeah. I'm excited. So that's what we'll do next week. Hell Everybody, all six of you that are listening, watch The Howling. Yeah. You can follow along. Well, actually, I haven't done this podcast in like a month, two months. All four of you that are listening, <laughs> go watch The Howling. Um, anything else you want to bring to the podcast table? Uh, not that I can think of. Anything on your mind? Not really. Okay. No rants? I don't think so. Yeah, I can't have anything either. <laughs> Nothing. So, alright, well then, until next time. Bye. <laughs>